I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of I, this. Can, I could be here for another hour. <laughs> no. I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. <laughs> I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year-round, I might as well get paid year-round. <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Okay, welcome everybody. This is Sweet Talk. I'm Gary Salazar. And today, uh, Paul's not going to be available with us, but he will be coming in later on. Uh, joining us also is Angela, our marketing coordinator. Angie, welcome aboard to Sweet Thank Talk you. again. Glad to join you. I understand we have some fabulous guests that people that you're familiar with, and they'll be talking about a very special profession out there. Uh, thanks for joining us. Do you want to introduce us, Angela, to our, our special guests? Absolutely. Today, we are joined by Tiffany Wilson and Ali Gorney. They are the proprietors, the owners and operators of Radon Professional, which is based here in Pocatello, Idaho, but works throughout the region. So welcome, Tiff and Allie. Hey, and, uh, great. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, could you start off by telling us just a little about each of you and uh, what Radon Professionals does? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I am basically a super nerd. I'm basically a super nerd. Um, <laughs> I, let's see here, where do I start? My, my background um, education-wise is in biology and I, I have my master's in business, got my MBA. Um, but try and true, I am a super nerd and I like to apply my degrees in, in the world of being an entrepreneur. So just kind of how, one of the ways we got here. Um, but that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, and I, I historically was a volleyball player, volleyball coach, um, and then life took a turn and started this entrepreneur thing. Um, and really, this Radon Professionals has been a fantastic business for the last right about six years. And it's, yeah. you know, we, we learn, we get to go see a lot of different places. Like you said, we, we cover the whole region. So we go anywhere from Pinedale, Wyoming to Boise. And really, if somebody called us further and wanted us to do a job, we'd be down. Um, so that's one of the, the perks about it. And yeah, Pocatello is a place that, you know, when I first moved here, I'm like, I don't know, it's a little bit cold. I grew up in Southern California. I'm like, it, winter's long. And then all of a sudden, you know, I've been here for about 20 years now and and really like the area. It's, it's Oh awesome. my gosh, 20 years. Volleyball in Southern California up here to uh, ag yep. and ranch country. Yep. Very, it's a little bit cool. different. A little bit different. Yeah, yeah now, that is so neat. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a bit about Radon Professionals and Radon in general and how you came about owning Radon Professionals? Yeah. Yeah. So, so how we got started with Radon. So Tiff was working out at INL um, and she was carpooling and the guy that she carpooled with was the previous owner of the company. And one day he said, Hey, I need some help on a job. So we like, okay, we sure. Let's do it. Yeah, you know? Let's try it. So we went and we did a job and it was a crawl space job. And we, you know, did the whole job and the crawl spaces are pretty small, you know, and we're pretty tall. So it ended up being a lot of squatting, a lot of that. And when we got done the next day, woke up and we were 
so sore. My booty. So my sore. booty was so sore. And our first thought, my first thought was like, okay, I could do this some more. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like we're yeah. working, it's physical, it's good. Yeah. You know, and it's it's providing a good service. Um, and that's kind of and from there it just sort of snowballed into it just kind of happened. Okay, yeah. you know, the opportunity to purchase a company. And so then we, we took it over and, and have been rolling with it ever since. And Radon, I'll let Tiff explain yeah. what Radon is. Yeah, since I'm a super nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, radon is a radioactive soil gas. It's naturally occurring. And in, well, much of the U.S., much across the earth, we have uranium-rich soils. And as uranium decays, radon is in that decay series. So it's coming up from the soil and it gets trapped in in buildings and homes, um, whether that's your like your your work or your or where you live or schools, schools. I mean, any daycares, any building it get it can get trapped in. And radon is the leading cause of lung cancer among non-smokers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, um, I think accounts for about 21,000 deaths every year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I yeah. didn't know that. Wow. It's pretty significant. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. And the longer we do it, the more we learn about it. So yeah. it's pretty fun. How fascinating. And, and I, I, I've seen some of this stuff here, but when you say you're crawling through a crawl space, are you, are, what are you, are you sniffing? I mean, do you have an instrument? What do you, what are you doing to detect radon? And then, and then what? Um, so, so initially you do a test and you usually do the test in the living space of the house. So the lowest livable area. And then in crawl spaces, once we get to that stage, so if the test comes back elevated, then in crawl spaces, we get down there and we have to basically cover the entire crawl space with a membrane and seal it completely to make an airtight seal underneath the house. Um, and then we have piping and stuff underneath that, that helps get the radon out, but and we have a, to and do, a yeah. and a fan. And so we have to crawl around every little bit of every single crawl space so we can get an airtight seal on the soil down there. You, what, what, what I want to think I understand. You go <laughs> underneath the foundation of the house? Um, not necessarily. If So it's kind of, um, if you can imagine... You get into a crawl space and, you know, most crawl spaces with newer homes are yeah. about four feet tall. Okay. So, so, you know, in homes, they have, you know, different kinds of foundations. So there's a crawl space foundation or there's a basement or there's what's called slab on grade. So those are the foundation types. Okay. So for the crawl space. Yeah. Know, for, for a crawl space and each of them is a little bit different, but with a crawl space, if you could imagine, basically it's a white membrane. If you can imagine a white more or less like a blanket covering the all the soil underneath the house when it, with a crawl space type build. Um, we the goal is to basically trap soil gases, trap radon, and exhaust them out, exhaust the gas out before it has a chance to come in. Um, so in a crawl space, yeah, we've got to get a really good seal, glue it up to the foundation wall, so then we can trap the soil gases, trap the radon, and exhaust it out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really physically intense. (laughs) It's, it's, especially in the older homes, like the early 1900s homes where the crawl space is like 18 inches, you know, and you're, you're doing like an army crawl in there. You're, you can barely, if there's one way in, it's the same way out, you know, like, um, it's a good thing where we always say that 
when we started our radon career, we also started our yoga career. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be limber. You can't. Alice also said, well, before radon, as afraid of spiders, as afraid of heights, and, and as small spaces. And I didn't, I didn't like any of those things. Oh. None of yeah. them. And then we had to go in crawl spaces. So I had to get over the spiders in the small spaces. And then we go up on the roof to do, you know, some of the work up there. So it turns out those were all false fears. I'm not really afraid of any of them. They're all fine. <laughs> well, well, that's cool. Here, here's this is probably a nerd question. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Do, doesn't radon go out the windows? I mean, does it not go through glass? Or that's is a it? Great question, actually. Um, actually, so it's really interesting. So radon is it's an alpha particle, so it's heavy and it can't. It doesn't travel very far. So what tends to happen is in the lowest level of your house or in a crawl space or, or in a basement, for example, radon tends to be higher in the lower levels or it tends to settle in those lower levels. So um, mm. if you if we lived in a climate, hypothetically, where it was warm all the time and we could have fresh air coming in and the windows are open, radon may not be as much of an issue. But here, especially in this region, because we have all seasons and it gets really cold um, in the winter time or the colder months, radon levels are typically higher. So you see radon levels fluctuate throughout the seasons, but um, radon actually what can stop it is something as simple as a piece of paper. Um, so wearing, I mean, when you, I can get on a tangent here, but, um, but radon, it, it can't pass through, like it cannot pass through glass. It cannot pass through, okay. um, many things, yeah. but, um, so it leaks in through the cracks in the foundation gets stuck in there, attaches to dust. And then as your air gets circulated, that's how you end up ultimately breathing it in. Oh. And then once it, get, it, it gets into your lungs. It really, it'll, you know, as it decays, it decays into some pretty nasty stuff too. So the big particles get in there and then the, the daughter products really cause a lot of damage. Do the, the damage. It's like having a little mini boxer in there, just beating up, up the your lungs. lungs. Yeah, it's, and yeah. that's, and that's what happens really, yeah. right? Is you get those particles deposited into your lungs, causing cell mutation and long-term exposure, ultimately yeah. lung cancer. Gotcha. Thank oh. you. That yeah. is so interesting. Um, what, as you've been speaking about this, this seems to be like it may have been at uh, one point or still is a very male dominated field. I've known you guys for some time, and this is not the only entrepreneurial endeavor you guys are involved in. You also rehabbed an eightplex in, in downtown Pocatello from the ground up. I mean, Tiff and Allie had the electrical, the plumbing, they were in there ripping out the guts of it. They created an entire apex, and then you have plans for the Monarch building, which burned down. So it seems like every industry you're involved in is very male dominated. You guys are both ex-athletes, you're both uh, very energetic and entrepreneurial. Can you talk a little bit about what it's like to work in these male dominated fields, especially radon? Do you have an advantage being ladies um, or what is it like just in general? Yeah. You know, at first it was <laughs> a little bit tricky. Um, and I think a lot of it was us just, you know, coming into the field and, and getting used to going in and doing, doing the work without somebody else, you know, supervising and, and somebody else really like having a male dominated person supervising it. So it was a little bit weird. Um, and we noticed, especially in the beginning that when, we, you know, we'd open the door, 
and the client would say hi, there'd be a little bit taken aback. And they're like, oh, I wasn't expecting the lady. I was expecting, I was expecting mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, so we're here. And it was one of those like, hey, you know, and it took a minute to sort of work through. Um, but after, you know, and probably the first year or so was was rough. Uh, but then we got really good at it is ultimately what it led to. It led to, okay, so we get it. We're chicks. So that's different. And it is a male dominated field. So instead of trying to, you know, butt heads with that and, and get angry about it, you know, why, why are people just expecting guys all the time? Girls can do stuff too. What's happening. Instead of doing that, we just took the opportunity to get really, really good. We're like, okay. So at the end of the day, our product is really good. Um, our communication is really good. Our relationships with our clients, a lot of them end up as our friends just because it ends up being a good conversation too. Um, because we are different and that's okay. And we're, turns out it made us really good at, at what we're doing. We don't really allow ourselves too much wiggle room to, to make mistakes. We, we already know because at the end of the day, the truth of the matter is if we mess up, somebody will say, well, it's because they're girls. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, that's just the mindset that goes in. And that's a silly thing to do. If we make a mistake, it's just because I'm a human and I made a mistake, you know, but to have that underlying thing. So we just said, okay, we're just going to get really good at this. So that way nobody can say anything. We'll no, be- yeah. it seems like Tiffany's background, especially being in biology, when she was explaining uh, how a radon can cause cancer and how it breaks down. That was textbook. It really helped me understand what radon was. Cause until today I knew it was a bad gas. It was going to give me cancer, but I didn't know why. Um, and now talking to you guys talking about uh, being in a male dominated field and uh, how you've uh, kind of leveraged yourself to be able to uh, make sure that you guys were able to succeed within this particular endeavor. Does being former college athletes help you within, you know, cause I know Tiff has that biology background to explain everything, but how does being former college athletes impact the job that you're doing now? I think it's wonderful. Um, beyond we're kind of suckers for punishment. And we like that really physically intense, you know, what we were talking about earlier with crawl spaces and how my booty was sore. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it helps a lot. I mean, so many people admire the, the work ethic associated with an athlete. And for us, it's a hundred percent. I mean, we are tried and true. I mean, that physical element of the job is really important to us. And it's something that we thrive in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also really nice, you know, when you're talking with a client and you can, um, strike up some, some conversation about the past and what we've done. It's really interesting. Um, I think that's helped us a lot in mm-hmm. a variety, like not just with radon, but also with our other businesses as well. Cause it is interesting, you know, like I threw the javelin, not very many people in general, like in the world can say that I threw the javelin in college. Yeah. Um, but yeah, totally. It's, it's helped us a lot. And just having that, like we're, I like, I like to be strong, you know, mm-hmm. I like to be tough and be able to do things. And it, it's something that I value personally, but also being able to be, you know, you, we can operate core drills and, and things that a lot of people, when you look at 
maybe us at first, it's just like, oh no, that's probably not something you'll think about the very first thing. But then when you get to know us and understand our background and who we are, it's, you know, it's something that we're really passionate about. And it's whether that's being an athlete in that physical nature or being in the field operating tools, it, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. I think that what's really wonderful about this is I'm learning so much more about the two of you that I previously didn't know. And especially about radon itself. Again, I, I didn't really understand how, uh, how it broke down and caused cancer before. Um, But can you talk a little bit more about like, is radon more prevalent in this area than it is in other areas? And why is that? Yeah. Yeah. Overall, it it really is. It, It, varies geographically and it all has to do with what the earth is made up underneath, you know, underneath that superficial layer. Right. Um, and it's really interesting. So my little sister is a geologist, so she got a doctorate in geology and we had her come out here and do a case study on, you know, what's why. So that way when people asked, you know, why are the levels higher here? We could, we could have an answer. And so what's interesting about the Pocatello region in general is Chubbuck tends to be a little bit higher on average than Pocatello, you know, like the readings, the high readings are higher in Chubbuck than in Pocatello on average. Of course, these are just, you know, generalizations. So we're like, Carolyn, what's going on? And she did a study and determined that, well, because the Bonneville flood, right? Thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, the way it came mm-hmm. through the area and the way the sediment sort of settled there's huge granite boulders underneath Chubbuck. And as granite decays, that's, you know, radon is one of those decay products. So in this region, it tends to be higher just because of, you know, in mountains, you know, when you get to the core of mountains, what are they made of? Most time there's, they're made of granite. Um, So we're in this high hilly area, the Rocky Mountain states in general have these high levels, higher levels of radon. Um, and so the like Southeast Idaho, it's, this is on average about two out of five houses have three. a three. Yeah. My bad. About three out of five houses have an elevated level, um, elevated radon level. But then the closer, like if you go over to Driggs and Jackson and Teton County, those averages, the numbers are even higher. Oh, wow. So it is pretty fascinating. It also you know, when you look at the Tetons, Grand Teton National Park, and you say, man, those are massive mountains, and you start to break down the geology, it totally makes sense. But the the radon levels in the Teton County, both on the Idaho side and the Wyoming side, are also significant. Um, we spend quite a bit of time yeah. just between here and Jackson doing radon testing and radon mitigation. Yeah. And like Tiff said before, you know, our climate really dictates a lot of it. So the cold weather really does change the levels a lot, you know, because number one, your house is closed up more. So the levels, you know, can increase. And also as the ground freezes outside, the soil gases, the easiest place, they take the path of least resistance. So if the ground is frozen, they can't really escape through the ground very easy. So it ends up coming in through, you know, concrete and your foundation. Now, if someone does want to get their home tested for radon or need some radon abatement, how would they go about getting a hold of you? Mm-hmm. Um, the easiest way is to give us a call or send us an email. Um, yeah, I can share our phone number at the end. Um, or however you want to do it. Or however um, we'd like to do that. But yeah, just give us a call. Um, why, don't you, why don't you share it right now so everybody can yeah. hear that? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So our phone number is 
3603. And our company name is Radon Professionals. That's why we wear the bow ties. Yeah, because you know, we're classy. We're, we're professional. I like to be professional. Um, <laughs> and yeah, on our website, you'll see if you if you Google Radon Professionals in Pocatello, you're going to see us come up with like a million five-star reviews. And you're going to know that that's us. You'll see the bow ties. You'll see us there. But just give us a call. We'll set up an appointment to, to do a test if you haven't already done one. And then from there, um, we'll come up with some options and some recommendations if you do have an elevated level yeah. and be able to take care of um, whoever it is that calls. Yeah, that's a kind of one of my favorite parts is we, we're certified to do the testing and we're certified to do the installation. So we can, you know, and we have friends or we have people that can do, you know, testing, but we can do both. And so it's kind of nice to have the complete package in-house. Yeah, that's cool. You know, we're getting close to the end of the time. So, but before we 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 do wrap this up, uh, Tiff and Ali, when you say certified, did you have to go through some testing or training to become certified? What was that? Yeah, yes. yeah. There's the initial certification. It, it's a national certification, um, and you take a bunch of courses, and you have to pass the test. Really, and the tests are pretty intense. <laughs> um, there's there's a certification for testing and for the mitigation, mitigation. part. Um, so there's some people that are only certified in one or the other. We went ahead and did both just because we wanted to know everything we could. And then, <laughs> and ultimately every two years you have to do continuing education. So there's a certain amount of credits that you have to do. So because the industries change, codes change. And so we just stay on top of it and yeah. And so where do you find that continuing education? Is that something that's offered local? Or is that something you have to go out of town for? So the the world has definitely changed in the past few years with the continuing education and the certification process. Um, a lot more is going online. Uh, you can, you know, travel out of state to do the training. But we we were certified through an institute called CERTI. Um, the, I'll call him the OG, the yeah. OG and radon is this guy named Doug Clatter. He's the one of godfather the, of radon. Uh, that's the way we look at him at least. Uh, he's been an incredible resource yeah. for us, but he, we got trained directly through him. So Doug has been doing this for man, since from, from my, from what I know, since like the eighties. Yeah. Um, and his training through CERTI is what we, what we have been doing up to this point. Um, but it's, yeah, through Doug and then the, the certifications through the NRPP, the National Radon Proficiency Program. Um, there's a few governing body, bodies, but that's the one that we chose to get certified through. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. I don't know if you heard it, but the timer did go off. Yes, yes. I did. This has been fascinating. I was taking some notes and uh, uh, Angela, I think we ought to go ahead and wrap this up here. Um, I, I, I can do what Paul did. Or if you want to say any last uh, minute words, uh, uh, any, well, any thank yous to anybody I'd here? I'd really like to thank Tiff and Allie for coming on today and teaching us a little bit more about radon. I think uh, the health for people is a very, very important mm -hmm. aspect. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you were able to oh, yeah. break down why radon gets into our homes, where it settles and how it can affect our overall health. So thank you very much for uh, joining us. And I'll turn it back over to Gary to close up. Thank you, Angela. Hey, Tiff and Allie, um, it was an awesome conversation. I really appreciate uh, telling us how you got here. I wrote down some notes, you know, six years in this business, in this business really well certified. 
you're helping out from here over into Wyoming and your classy, nerdy athlete professionals who really like the intense experience and want to help people, you know, stay safe. So what a, what a great field to be in. Glad to have you out there and glad you came on to our show. Uh, for everybody who's had a chance to listen and to this podcast, uh, we, this is another fantastic example of people in our community who are, are helping others. So please take advantage of that. You know, reach out to them uh, with the information they gave. The number is 208-317-3603, if I'm right. Uh, yep. Also, uh, we still appreciate all the feedback that we get from all of you in the audience. Please continue to do that. If you need to reach out to us, if you have a question for them and you want us to uh, arrange that, you know, please remember that uh, you can call us at 208-282-3372 or reach us at our website, which is cetrain.isu.edu or, uh, the, uh, or the what Paul says, uh, you can send us an email at uh, cetrain.isu.edu. Uh, a fantastic session again, ladies. Appreciate that. Y'all have a great day. Good luck with your business. Uh, let us know where else we can help you. And for all the rest of you out there, thanks for joining us on Sweet Talk. Have a great and safe weekend. Bye.